Welcome to Nine Points Started With A Dream Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Yo, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host as always, Jacoby Gillum. This episode, you know, it's about about the grind, you know, and just just saying I have all I need to achieve my goals. And this episode with like Darius John, you know, solidifies all that. You know, he comes from Monroe, Louisiana. You know, he would rank, you know, top 25 in the, in the nation. He was going to give guys like Derrick Rose and OJ Mayo at camps, you know, and this episode for any athlete out there that thinks because they're from a smaller town or they don't have the five-star facilities and all the other things that their dream is impossible. Like Darius proved that what he's doing today, you know, playing overseas, you know, and he's like one of the top guys on the, on the team and, you know, probably broke records at, at Baylor. His story should inspire you to know that you can do it. Like you have all you need to achieve your version of success. So hope you enjoy this episode. Great value here from this story and let's get to it. All right. So the question that everyone that comes on is when you're younger as an athlete, what was one of your biggest dreams and goals you want to achieve? My biggest goals, man, was the uh, the three letters. Like any uh, basketball player that's been in my shoes and been chasing basketball dreams, like just to make it to the NBA. It's always been my childhood dream, you know. So for you, why the NBA? You know, why not the NFL? Why not, you know, MLB? What about NBA? Was just like, that's what I want to do. I mean, it's the highest level. You know, it's coming up, being in love with the game. I always knew basketball. And and as of right now, playing it on the highest level. Like, this has always been the dream. Like, NBA, coming from where I come from, like, it don't happen. So it's, like, unreal if it do happen. So this has always just been a dream, like, the top level, to be with the top, playing with the best. So it's always been my dream and my goal, man, to be in the NBA. Where'd you grow up? Where you from? I'm from Monroe, Louisiana, small city. Okay. Are you a Saints yep. fan or what? Yeah, I'm a diehard Saints fan for sure, man. Got to okay. go with the home team. <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of family like in um, like Lafayette, kind of um, Nigeria area. So oh, I know, okay, I, okay. I go down there. They're, they're all okay, who yeah. that, who, they're who that, down <laughs> south, so I know for sure they going with the who that nation. Who that nation all day, you know? <laughs> for sure. So for you, so, yeah, you know, man. you, you kind of have this NBA dream. Like, how did you think? I'm going to make it happen. You know, how do you go about kind of trying to pursue that? I mean, it wasn't nothing but one way, man. And it is hard work, you know, just staying focused. You know what I'm saying? Coming up from where I come from in a tough environment, a tough area, it was kind of tough staying focused and really like chasing my dream. But, you know, just being self-disciplined, being motivated, man, that that, that was always me. So I just knew it was going to take hard work, staying focused, you know, uh, staying in my lane, you know what I'm saying? So that's basically what I did, you know, stay focused, work hard and just, and just stay, stay going. So I know for me, like I, I have friends that, that that were in rough environments, right? You know, and like it was it was another challenge on top of the school, on top of everything else. So for you, how did you kind of stay grounded? You know, to kind of to kind of say I'm going to try to avoid X Y Z circumstance to make sure I kind of have a chance of achieving my goal. Man, like I say, it was tough, man. It was tough coming up where I came from, you know, running with a crowd, you know, uh, just, just being a kid, man, growing up in a tough environment and staying focused was like. One of the hardest things for me, but it wasn't because I had like I had guidance coming up. You know, I had the mom, I had the pops trying to trying to guide me, I had the aunts, you know, things like that. That really kept me on track enough to where I needed to be to get where I needed to go. You know, if that makes sense. So, uh, like I said, coming up, I had those people that really really steered me, man. The people that I listened to and kept me on track. And to this day, man, I get them all the credit for just for just being a man who got me through. You know. So if you could like talk to like a kid in like Monroe right now, you know, that that was like you on this NBA dream, like what would you try to tell them just on on guess on try to avoid 
the exterior that may try to deteriorate them from achieving it. The main thing is, man, uh, stay true to yourself, man. And I mean, like, if you're running with a group of guys and they doing things that you know that's not true, man, you know you need to separate yourself from that. So uh, just stand true to yourself. Stay in your lane. I always work hard, man. Believe in yourself, man. And stay away from anything that's not adding value to your goals and to your dreams, man. Just simple as that, so. For sure. So we all kind of have these, you know, these NBA dreams, NFL dreams, right? You know, my thing is I can't cross over, you know. I don't have the height, X, Y, Z. So for you, <laughs> when did you kind of think, like, yo, I'm pretty good at this ball? Man, it was uh, a long time ago, man, like around sixth grade or so, man, when I was in oh, sixth you were, grade. Oh, you were ready. Yeah, I was ready, man. I was ready, to be honest. I was ready. I was in the sixth grade, and I actually uh, skipped the seventh grade, man, and played up and started eighth grade as a point guard. I was the smallest cat on the court. So I actually skipped up, played a grade, man. And um, and since then, that's when I knew, man. My junior high coach always told me, like, man, you, you're going to be special. You stay focused, you keep working, you're going to be special. So uh, around that time, like junior high days, around sixth grade, when I really got up there and really started bumping the guys and really started playing, like, sort of kind of, you know, organized fundamental basketball, that's when I knew, like, like okay, I, I might have a little something if I just stay in. So. Growing up, who did you idolize, like, you know, that was already in the league when you were coming up? I'm a diehard, man. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. For life. Okay. Day one. Never rooted for nobody else. Never studied nobody else's game. Never watched nobody as much as I watched that guy. So, diehard Kobe Bryant, L.A. Lakers, man, for sure. So when you watched Kobe, so was it almost like you would watch a game and go on a court and, and, and practice that same shot? Man, I watched that dude so much, man. It was unbelievable. And I still, to this day, like, as much film I watched on Kobe, bro, like, you wouldn't believe to this day, I still haven't really just mastered this game. Because that's how hard he worked. That's how good he was. You know what I'm saying? But watching him just make me every time, I, every time it's done, it just put me in a whole, like, mentality mode. Like, no matter what time it is, like, I want to get in the gym. So if I watch him like three, four in the morning, it's like, yo, he make you want to get in the gym. And that's what I like about him, man. He just give you that motivation and that and that inspiration to just go, you know, not let nobody outwork you. And I like that. Love, I love that he said that last part you said, nobody outwork you. You know, I think we can all do that. And I think, right, we can all, that's something we can all do is outwork somebody. You know, you have to be the tallest or the fastest. You can just say, I'm going to dog you out and just come and go get it. Whatever it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like with you, with your podcast, like, man, I ain't going to let nobody out work me. You know, basically, like, man, I'm going to go out to everybody. I'm going to get as much as cats on here. I'm going to go get the biggest cats on here. Like, I ain't going to let nobody out grind me. And that's how I go about it. Like, me, with that basketball, man, I grind. You know, when bars sleeping, when bars ain't getting it in, like, I get it in behind the scenes. So when the lights come on, man, it's time to show. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, same thing with you. You ain't going to let nobody out grind you with this podcast work, man. You just getting started. But for sure, you're going to keep attacking, boys. Appreciate it, my man. Appreciate it. So for you, when you started, you, so you said it was like sixth grade. You was like, oh, I'm nice with it. So when did you kind of start seeing, I guess, the colleges and people like that saying, oh, yeah, he really is nice with it? Like I said, sixth grade, man, that's when I caught the really, when I really caught the little hype and started, it started getting a little crazy. But around like ninth grade, my freshman year, that's when I started really like getting like, crazy attention just from everybody, man, and, like, colleges and things like that, even though I wasn't, wasn't supposed to be getting attention from them guys. They was just like, man, we keep hearing about you. And then not only that, man, I came up, like, I was ranked top 25 in the country coming up. I was with Derrick Rose and them at all the counts, O.J. Mayo, you know, Eric Gordon, Johnny Flynn, you know, uh, Mike Beasley, Billy Walker. I was with them guys coming up. So yeah, I was I'm at all the top class. counts. 
Yeah, I was at all the top camps that Dunbar from the Mikey camp to the Kentucky Derby camp to the Adidas camp. Like, I ain't miss none of that. So I was right there with them guys. I was ranked top 25 in the country. I was ranked top 10 in, like, uh, in my position, which was a uh, combo guard. You know what I'm saying? So coming up, that's when I – my ninth grade year, that's when I really got that hype when I started touching, like, different camps, playing AAU ball, traveling a little bit, really getting that exposure from my uh, AAU coach. So that's what really put me out there for real. So Monroe is like a small town, right? So how did you feel when you started going against, you know, these guys from Chicago, these guys from California? How did you start looking like, oh, this is this bigger than just Louisiana? Uh, I felt like an underdog, but at the same time, I felt like I was I was on their level. You know, I was just a small kid coming from a small town that really wasn't getting as much attention as guys like, you know, East Coast, West Coast, them boys like playing in front of like, Big time guys, big time schools, like their names, like all over. So it's like crazy up there where they at compared to being from Monroe. You don't get that much hype. So being able to step out and go against them guys and being able to like be beside them guys, like it was crazy. But I went in as the underdog, but I always knew like in my heart, like, man, they, yeah, because I'm going against Derrick Rose, OJ Mayo, because they number one in the country. I'm going at Bart Neck. Like it ain't nothing. So that's how I felt, man, just going in really like, taking it in at the end of the day because it was a crazy compliment for me. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. coming from where I come from, being able to be ranked top 25 in the country, like, that don't happen. Like, that don't happen. So, me going in, I imagine winning as the underdog, bro. And like I said, made a name for myself at the end of the day. You know, and also, I mean, uh, this, this video I saw of Kobe when um, he was like, there was guys that he, that he was going to get that were ranked higher than him. He was like, that, that's my kill list. You know, he was like, I want to knock each one of them off that list and be like, yo, in the day, see where I'm at. Hey, yeah, that's that's how I was coming. Like, I had a little list coming up, you know, as a kid, because I watched Kobe do stuff like that. And like I yeah. said, I analyzed that dude so much. Like, I had my own the personal Kobe Wade going. So I had boys on my list. Like, when I get a chance, like, it's, it's go time. So, you know, just like I said, going over guys that were ranked higher than me, that's always to give you motivation. Like, man, when I get the opportunity, like, what can I lose? Like, so I just go in there, man, and go hard. And I did have a list of guys that I was at their neck every chance I got. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so for that, that whole high school journey, man, so what was it like? You know, like, like was there any any setbacks during that period at all, or was it all just smooth sailing? Man, during the high school, it was all just nice and sweet, man. It was nice and sweet. Like I say, I had a great high school career. I uh, went to the top 28 championship, like, all four years of my year. Uh, my record in my high school was, like, I went 79 and 9, something like that. So in, like, four years of my, my high school career, I lost, like, nine games. going crazy. And I went to a small school. I went to a class C school, like very small. Yeah. But going to that class C school, we were like in tournaments. We were going up against like three, four, eight kids. You know what I'm saying? Big schools, mm-hmm. like smacking boys. Boys thought we was on some four, eight, five, eight level. Like, you know what I'm saying? We coming in there, you know, class C, small little school. Yeah. You know, we, we want the big dogs. So that's how we was. But man, my high school career was, it was crazy, man. So many memories. Like it was just crazy just from all my accolades and just, like I said, having that attention. Then when I got, you know, like 11th grade, 12th grade, when college was able to come around and really talk to me, like different colleges stepping in and out, like it really was crazy, but it was exciting. Bro. I think what's cool so far about your, about your story is that how you didn't have to change who you were. You didn't have to like go to a, a different school, you know, that was bigger in the market and all that stuff to kind of get the exposure. You just stay true to you. And I think a lot of people can can get, can learn from that. Like kind of like we all think we got to go to this you know, the best prep school or all these different things to get exposure. And you're like, nah, I'm going to stay, stay grounded. I'm going to stay grounded, man. They're going to, like I always said, man, you do the numbers, you do your part, man. They're going to see you wherever you're at. Like, they're going to hear about it and they're going to come see about it. So me, 
like I said, going to the small school and uh, being at that small school, everybody still was just wondering, like, man, you could have went to the big boy five eight schools and win a championship, da 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 da. But it was on my mom's too, kind of like directing my path and keeping me around them certain guys that was gonna get me to where I'm at today, you know. So, um, like I said, going in there, man, it was just like it wasn't nothing, man. It was just all motivation at the end of the day for me. And, and that's it, just putting it all on the line, bro. They knew one thing about me. Yeah. Like, when I step in the gym, like, it's just, it's all I want. So, uh, that's how I always carry myself, man. It don't matter, like, I wasn't trying to go get beside no big name guys to try to get my name hyped up. Like, I'm going to go do my part, and they're going to hear about my name, and they're going to come, you know, they're going to come see about me. And that's what happened. That's what's up. It's the Watt Baylor. You know, why not the, any other Big 12 schools, the Oklahoma's of the world, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. It was uh, it's a long story, man. Uh, coming out of high school, uh, you probably know my guy Tweety Card. I'm sure you'll be interviewing him, man. That's like mm-hmm. my brother right there. Coming up in high school, we played against each other coming up in high school. And he actually graduated a year before me. He went to Baylor. And by him going to Baylor, we all, you know, we had built like a good relationship. We was just like, man, we got to come. And back to what you said, like, I always want to like not follow nobody hype, like really like make your own hype type. And back at that time, like Baylor didn't have no hype at all. Like nobody knows nothing about Baylor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And at that time, also, I was getting recruited by everybody in the country. Could have went anywhere, you know what I'm saying? So picking Baylor was really, like, more towards and for my guy. He was like, man, come to Baylor. It, you know, it's low right now. We're going to change it around, you know what I'm saying? We're going to build our own legacy here. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to check it out. So I ended up, you know, narrowing down my options. And like I say, uh, Baylor was the final decision to go and try to, like, start my own little thing, man, my own little program, turn the program around and really, like, put my name on it. And I, I think I did that from, you know, from the times I was at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was looking at the numbers and thought, like, yo, that he, he came and put in work. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was from day one, man. I was going, man. You know, like I say right now, you know, all time leading score at Baylor. You know, most buggers in Baylor history, like that's me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I came and did that. Uh, most buggers in Big 12 conference history, like that's me. Besides my guy, Buddy here broke my record, uh, what, two years ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm number two right now, but Buddy <laughs> got me right now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy had me mad as shit. I was watching that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I came to Baylor, man. And like I said, put in some work. You really like this. Just turn the program around, man. And like I said, to this day, like, it's popping right now. And it's been going, like, since since we came and we left since, like, 2011. Like, everybody want to be a part of the Baylor program, man. It's, yeah. And it's great right now. So going on that, then, like, you, you have to be a leader a leader to, to make that that type of transition with people, right? Because, like, you said in high school, you went in college, you you came around, because Baylor wasn't really doing as much then. So for you, how do you lead? You know, are you just more of a, like, I'm going to show you how to do it and we're going to go get it? Like, how do you, what's well, your style? I, uh, well, with me, I'm more as a, as a lead by example type guy. You know, you got lead by example, mm-hmm. you got vocal guys who like to talk and lead by example, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it was just more a lead by example. Like, I'm more of a quiet type guy, I don't really speak that much, but I had guys around me, like my guy Tweet Carter, you know what I'm saying? Who don't mind opening his mouth and busting niggas chop and saying what he got to say. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm more like a laid back guy. If I have to say something, got to be real 911. Other than that, I'm just going to leave it by example and just keep getting crazy out here, just going crazy. So that's how it was, bro. But other than that, like like I say, my leading by example was enough, man. Because like I said, I go out there and go hard. Boss saw me, they know one thing I'm going hard. So uh, like I said, I led by example. And I had other guys who did the vocal leading, you know what I'm saying? All the yeah. talking. Like, I ain't, I ain't never did that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I ain't about it. I just want to get buckets. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Like, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to scratch with you. I'm going to show you. We're going to have all the talks and all the agrees to disagrees in the meantime before it just talking like that. Like, no, nah, you won't see me doing that. I love it. I love it. So, Baylor, man, so you're out of, you're out of here. You're, like, changing the culture. You're, you're leading the Big 12 in scoring, right? So how do you get there? Because 
you know, it's, it's easy to dream that, right? It's easy to, to say, I want to do that, but to go out and do it, it's special. Hard work, man. Hard work, grind. Like I say, uh, coming in, and like I said, that wasn't even one of my dreams. Man. My dream was the NBA. You know, my dream wasn't to uh, be the beta all-time or the big two of all-time to score. Like, I was planning on coming to beta doing one or two years, I'm out. I'm going to the NBA. I'm thinking I'm that good, you know, as a, as a uh, college athlete. Yeah. Like, so, breaking them records, man, and doing all that was never part of my dream. I never thought I was going to be there for four years. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, like, it was crazy, like, it was unbelievable. Like, I still remember, like, yesterday, like, senior night, you know what I'm saying, coming out there, dropping the last bucket to break the record. They stopped the whole game. Everybody going crazy. They giving me the ball. They calling the fam out on the court. Like, it was just a crazy, crazy time, and I remember it. But, like I said, it's just something I'll never forget, man. It's just having that many buckets on your list, man, and being all time. Like, that's enough. That should be enough, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I bet, too, back home people were like, yo, my dude did it, you know? And I bet you're like – all the kids that were out there were like, yo, if he can do it, I can do it. That's what I try to do, man. Try to uh, just be an example for them guys that's coming up in the same area I did, you know, chasing them same dreams, man. Like, to this day, I get them same questions I'm getting right now. Like, how you do it? How you stay focused? How you steady going? Like, you know, by the grace of God, you know, I'm just still going, still pushing. And just grinding, man. Just showing them balls. Like, man, hard work can pay out no matter where you come from, no matter your situation. Like, man, at the end of the day, like, you control your own journey. So it's on you. At the end of the day. So that's what I try to leave, bro. Just give back to them young boys, let them boys know, like, it's possible. I come mm-hmm. from the same streets, like, you know what I'm saying? No excuses, it's possible. So just leave by example, man, and be the best little role model I can be to them guys. Sure. So the dream with NBA. So what was that after that senior night? You know, we had, like, like once Baylor was done, you all the, all, the, all the graduation stuff, what was it like trying to get to that, that next stage now? It was tough, man. It was tough. I mean, that was. That was one of the most nervous, scariest time of my life, like going through the draft process, seeing that handboy's name get called and you waiting your name to get called. Like, it was crazy. But the process was also, like, exciting, man. Like, I went through the whole draft process, like, worked out with, like, 13, 14 teams, did the whole NBA combine, the whole nine, you know what I'm saying? So that part was just, like, exciting. It was cool just to be there, you know, going through the whole process. But like I said, just being there, man, listening for your name to get called, like, it was the most, like, like butterflies, like going to college on your first game and stepping out on the court for your first game of college, like as a freshman, like I don't know what to expect, like it's crazy. But just going through that process, man, like I said, it was exciting, but uh, it didn't turn out like I wanted to, you know, due to the, I guess due to the decision, man, or the politics, uh, you know, the league, you know how it goes. So uh, mm-hmm. it didn't turn out like that. So that's why I had to pursue, you know, the uh, overseas lifestyle, basketball dreams. Hey, well, I think like, just like you said, though, you, you control your own journey though. So, right. So for, so for you, you weren't like, I'm done. With basketball, you're like, nah, I'm gonna figure out this next phase in my chapter. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. After the NBA, like, even after that, like, I was still like hunting down for like two, three years, maybe, you know, still trying to get in there. But for just shutting it down, like, I never did that. Like, I knew, I knew it was like an overseas lifestyle that boys was living and boys was still chasing dreams, like changing their family lives, going to make money, like doing what they do and still making it happen. So. As far as the NBA, not me not getting drafted during that time, like it, it never shattered my dream. Like it was never a thought to like quit. Like, because I knew one thing, like I'm gonna keep pushing, you know, I'm gonna keep going, like overseas lifestyle. I figured out and one day I'll get an NBA. So that's how I went about it. I think, too, like, like the overseas lifestyle, it, it isn't showcased enough. I'm like, yo, if, if I can go to Spain and get paid to play ball, that's not bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you said, by them being way on the other side, like, you know, they most definitely don't get. Don't get the showcase and the attention that they should get, man. Cause you got clubs, you got teams, you got leagues. Like it's really like 
right under that NBA level. Like boys are getting crazy money. You know, boy, like I said, boys really like changing their life, like family lives and really living like as if they was in the NBA, like boys getting money like that. So to travel the world, man, do what you love to do and get money just to bounce the rock, shoot the rock. Like, hey, what more can you ask for? <laughs> it's a blessing. When I saw Marbury leave New York Knicks to go to China, I was like, yo, something going on over there. Like, it must be nice. To- <laughs> hey, he, 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 Marbury ain't came back yet. Ain't came back yet. Marbury, Mar- Mar- Nate Robinson, them boys, man, them boys are like half of their family out of New York to China. Like, like, yeah. like them boys ain't thinking about coming back. They treating them like a king over there. He got a statue, I think, over there, man. <laughs> he got statues. He got shoes. <laughs> he just ordered like 10 million masks to send to New York to try to protect the people. Like, yeah, like he's a king over there. Man. Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, man, must be nice. <laughs> he ain't never coming back. They love that guy over there and he love it too, man, for real. So what was your first team overseas? Man, my first year when I uh, left out, I went to Israel. I was in Israel my first year. How was that, you know, going from Monroe, Louisiana, going from Waco to Israel? <laughs> man. <laughs> Instead of just taking like steps in my life, just like there's like not normal coming from where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like leaving there, you know what I'm saying, sending me all the way to the other side of the world where the time difference is seven hours, you know, like different. Like it's crazy. Like so right now it's like daytime, they live in. It's nighttime, we finna lay it down, they living over there. So to send me from here way to the other side of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just crazy. But once I adapted to it, my first year was a little tough, but once I adapted to it, like I, like, fell in love, like, with just the lifestyle. So, like, right now, like, I'm good. I'm locked in. I've been going, like, eight, nine years, so I'm locked in right now with the lifestyle. But the first couple of years, man, it was tough. Like, missing the fam, being gone that long, like, it's crazy. So, but I adapted to it, man. I made the best of it. I always ask people, people that are playing overseas is, how's the food? Man, depend on where you at, bro. You can be <laughs> some spots where shit going to be crazy. Like, you can be some spots where it's going to be love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You eat whatever you want to eat, how you want to eat it, you know? So, uh. Like I said, it's just pretty much like where you land, where you go, like comparing like turkey food to like Israel food. Like it's like it's on a different scale. Like it ain't, it ain't no comparison. Like because Turkey have like pretty much everything you can eat out there in Turkey. I mean, in Israel, I'm sorry, you can eat in Israel and pretty much eat whatever you want to eat like you're in America. But in Turkey, it's not like that. They culture, man, you eat pretty much they type food, which is not like on our level like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so overall, man, so this journey of yours. What's next for you? Like, like, what's your next goal, or what are you trying to achieve now? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm still playing. I still got a couple of years. You know, I think I'm gonna play a couple more years before I shut it down. But uh, in the process of shutting it down, like, I want to train. I want, I want to always be around the, the game, man. So train, maybe coach one day if it leads to that. But uh, the main thing is, I want to start a little training program with this. You know, train kids that's coming up and really just like try to put them and get them the best game that they can have, like to their craft. So that's what I'm planning on doing. So while you're overseas, you know, did you come in as like a big name or is it almost like almost like high school again where you kind of like you got to earn your name again? No, I came with a big name since that <laughs> since that college level. It's been all big name. Man. I ain't got to pretty much earn too much of that right now, you know. So, uh, so, yeah, I came in right away like, OK, we know you. Da, 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 da. This your job. You started at the combo guard. We need you to score the rock. Period, you know, so <laughs> so no that's more. what it's been like my whole overseas career. Like, that's what's up. So, you walked in there like saying no more. Like, um, I, I walked in like, you know, like not on no cocky, but like, hey, I done did enough. I done paid my dues. So, I should have my free seat already ready, you know. So, when I got in there, man, like I said, I've been starting since I've been over there. So, I ain't never had no problem. So, that's what's up, man. And I, I think it's just cool for so even listening to just to, 
to say the NBA is, 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 one, is one thing, but you can go overseas and be loved just the same way, right? You can go overseas, man, and be treated, like you say, just like they're going to treat you in the NBA, man. Like I said, they love you. If, you, if you're if doing your job over there, they're going to love you. They're going to treat you how you need to be treated, man. Like I said, you're going to make money. You're going to travel the world, doing what you love to do. So it's cool. Cool. So just a few more questions for you, man, to kind of wrap it up a little bit. So you want to train kids, right? So what about that, like, lead you to, to want to do that? I mean, coming up from where I come from, compared to, like I say, compared to the guys that were coming up in the bigger cities, like they had guys who was training them coming up. Like, for instance, like Derrick Rose, like he had a personal trainer. He had a guy he can get beside to try to, like, work on his game and get, you know, get his game to the next level, like. Coming from where I come from, that's different. Guys don't have that. Like, guys just come up playing just like on natural natural basketball talent and just, you know, just working their way up compared to, like, man, if you really add something to your game or you really work on this to your game, like, you'll be, like, crazy, crazy t- more talent than what you already is type. So that's that's always been my little thing. Like, man, some guys only had the, the extra little push to their game, like, their game would be better. They won't have to worry about getting to college, having a red shirt because you ain't ready. So you got to sit out of here because your game not on that level, like, you shouldn't have to deal with that. And I think that's the part like that. That got to be tough, man. Coming into college and somebody telling you like, you're not ready to play. We're going to redshirt you. You got to sit out like, no, nah, I wasn't trying to hear that. I wasn't going for that, period. Yeah. We ain't talking about no redshirt. So that's why I really wanted to get into the training thing. Just coming up, man, getting them guys that extra little basketball knowledge that can really just change that game to the next level. So when they get to the next level, they, they don't have to sit out, work so much, you know, just do all the little extra BS that I know come with yeah. them, man. Yo, I can I can see you have like a fire AAU or 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 like or team, man. I can see you like. I can see that too, man. You, you got the vision <laughs> like me because I'm most definitely gonna go out to the Bulldogs, gonna have the best everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I can see me running something like that. So, like I said, I'm really uh, I'm looking into it, man. Like I said, if it leads to that, that's what I do. But my main focus is train, man. We want to get in the gym and let's work. Let's get that game right. to that next level. That's it. <laughs> Have that um, call that up uh, that Ladez mindset, the Ladez Darius mindset. Man, the, you know the uh, AKA Mumble mentality mindset, yeah, man. Yeah. Like you know, just just working hard and grinding, man. Like if you really want to get to that next level, you really want to change lives or change your situation, man. Like it's gonna take work. Like shit ain't just gonna fall in your hands like that. So that's it, man. Just just yeah. knowing every everything gonna be a grind no matter what you're doing. Like nigga, you ain't the only one grinding for the podcast. You ain't the only one doing podcasts. Like everybody doing podcasts, so it's a steady grind. Just like basketball, like everybody want to be in the NBA. Everybody want to be overseas making money. Like it's a grind. So therefore, I gotta make sure I stay on my grind, so boys won't you know like get my spot or I won't get tricked at my spot sooner than what I'm supposed to. Love it, man. So I go about it. You try to work everybody. Okay, I work them. You got to, man. I mean, what you going to do? Like, <laughs> if I ain't working in the next man working, the next man going to be in position. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I, by, by me knowing that, that keep me going, man, because I know I ain't the only one that's working for a spot and trying to change or trying to make money, man, to change the living, you know? So, yeah. that keep me going. Man, I appreciate you coming on because I think your, your story is one that people can relate to on so many levels, you know, that just you didn't have the trainers, you didn't have all that X, Y, Z stuff that some people have, right? You said, yo, I got this dream, I'm going to work for it. And I think that's real, you know, that's like, it's just like Kobe, you know, he he didn't have all that, like, he know, he wasn't the strongest, the fastest, like, he was like, yo, I'm getting them to work, I'm going to study the game, and this is what's going to happen from it. Right. Like I so, said, that's how I went about it, man. I went, you know what I'm saying, I didn't have the best of the best like them boys had, I just made, I just made the best out of what I had, man. And like I said, to this day, it really, 
put me in a great situation, but hey, you you were number one in Big Twelve, man. It's going until until man, until buddy, until buddy. <laughs> buddy came broke that man, but I also tell people I had got uh I had got suspended like four games, so it's four games at Baylor that I didn't play. So I told God like if I played those four games, <laughs> Buddy had no chance of breaking nothing. <laughs> Buddy got fucking saved, man. I still be number one right now at Baylor and in Big 12 Conference, but he yeah. deserves it, man. I yeah. like Buddy a lot, yeah. man. Buddy nice, man. Well, add an actor to it. Well, add an actor to the rest of it. We'll add, add a little star next to it. Oh, yeah, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely put a star next to it. So, little man, so last question for you. So, so, where are you at? Social media, anything we can kind of plug right now? Uh, Social media, man. I'm on IG. Lace D 24 That's L-A-C-E, lowercase D, and the number 24. And on Facebook, I'm on Facebook at Lace Darius Dunn on Facebook. That's it. I don't oh, do no man. Twitter, man. I ain't on no 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 Twitter or none of the other extra uh, social media <laughs> junk they got out here. Man. No TikTok. <laughs> no TikTok, man. I be trying to keep it cool, man. I gotta get on the TikTok though. They got the little dance. So I wanna yeah. learn that dance. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling my wife, I said, I like that dance. I gotta learn that dance. I gotta get on TikTok. Be <laughs> on there, man. <laughs> Yeah, I got to get on TikTok for sure one day, bro. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll make it happen for sure, man. Hey, man, appreciate you coming on again, like, and, and just keeping it real. Like, I really inspired by your journey. Hey, for sure, man. Like I say, likewise, bro. I appreciate you for having me, man. I wish you the best. Like I say, tap in, man. Get everybody on this thing, man. Don't let nobody outwork you, bro. Hey, get at it. <laughs> you can't do it. You do it for Kobe, right? <laughs> yes, sir. For real. Let's do it. Yes, oh, sir. Man. Like I say, I appreciate it, man. It's my pleasure, bro. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Hey, for sure, man. Stay up, Jay. Thank you, too. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.